previously on the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. Obvious is obvious. So the bloodline turning on Sami Zayn, obvious. Obvious move is obvious. Uh, And we're starting to see it unfold. We're starting to see the cracks in the armor. We're starting to see Sammy questioning himself, questioning the block. He's not not doing it outright with his words, but... Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, everybody. It is Saturday, January 21st, and you know what that means. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast, and I am your host, the man of honor, Jeremy Pierce. Welcome, 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 one and all. I once again, greatly appreciate you all. I'm recording this a little late. Been doing some computer work all day, getting ready for the football game. But here, here we are. As always, first things first, you know you can check me out on the socials, Charismatic Creations on Facebook, Tumblr, and YouTube. Charismatic underscore creations 52 on Instagram and the 215 on Twitter. Please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Trying to grow that YouTube audience. I'm trying to get monetized people. And I need the subscribers. We'll greatly appreciate it. But uh, today, we are going to be looking at talking about Impact Wrestling and my wish list for them. I've been um, a fan of Impact Wrestling all the way back until TNA. When they were doing weekly pay-per-views on FS1. Who remembers that? But I, I'm excited to talk about Impact. They don't they don't get a lot of they don't get a lot of a lot of noise made about them, but I'm here to support them. But for now, you know what's next, so just go on and hit my music. All right, so uh, it's gonna be tough on the news front. Let's just start with some free agents, some signings. Casey Navarro is still a free agent, just like we said last week that um, Kaylee Ray, Kylie Ray is still a free agent. Casey Navarro is still a free agent. Where he'll go? Who? <laughs> knows also Rhett Titus is a free agent he is no longer under his ring of honor contract remember Rhett Titus he was a member of the stable known as the foundation which also included Jay Lethal and Tracy Williams and the NWA star is heading to the WWE Colby Carino the son of Steve Carino will be heading to the WWE his NWA contract expired last month and we'll see what's next for him. And in the shocking um, turn of events, Kylan King is a free agent. I'm completely surprised by that. Uh, I'm a fan of Kylan King. She was a big part of the early days of uh, AEW Dark. She's like an upper respected, I don't want to say jobber, but you know what I mean. 
Um, I hope somebody signs her. An injured WWE star, Mr. Rick Boogs, is working his way back. Remember, he got hurt. I think it was at WrestleMania of last year. Remember the tag team title match against the Usos? Uh, tore his quad and his patellar tended, but he should be coming back within the next few months. He might even, you know, show up in a rumble. Who knows? Um, superstar Billy Graham is no longer the ice. You have to having severe health issues. He is in good um, health and just working his way back. Triple H and Kevin Dunn held talent a talent meeting before Raw, just kind of reassuring them of a few things. Um, about you know Vince coming back and creative and it's a weird it's just a weird weird situation to be in Rampage on the January 13th episode pulled in 513,000 viewers with a point thirteen in the 18 to 49 demo that is down from the previous week but as long as they can stay above you know 500,000 that would be great um a longtime WWE employee Adam Hopkins, who was the vice president, Hopkins, who was the vice president of uh, communications, has left the company. And this one was considered shocking. Um, he's not the only exit from the company's PR side, but apparently his is like big. He's been working with the WWE since 1997. This is. This is this is this is this is it's getting real. It's getting real, y'all. Um, there's a theory going around, but we don't need to. We don't need to dive into it. Monday Night Raw, their ratings slid just a little bit. They did 1.48 million viewers with a .42 in the 18 to 49 demo that is down from the previous week. But I wholeheartedly expect it to be. Um, up, I expect it to be really, really up for the um, Raw 30th anniversary. And in some um, really, really just heartbreaking, sad, terrible news that you all may have heard of. Jay Briscoe was in a car accident with his two daughters and he sadly has passed away. Um, a legend on the indie scene, him and his brother, who were... The current Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Um, he 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 will be missed. His death sh has shocked just a lot of us, and there's so 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 many people that interacted with him that you know just heard so many tributes poured in, especially from the AEW side and Impact Wrestling side, and there are many many people that in the WWE. That new Jay that, that sent out their condolences. And WWE even sent out their own condolences. So it's just, it's just, it's tough, you know. Um, Tony Khan wanted to do a um, tribute show, but he, I mean, he did do it. They taped it after Rampage and Warner Media once again blocked the airing of the tribute show. They remember Warner has stopped AEW from hiring uh, the Briscoe brothers from some past comments that you know that Jay has made previously but he, he apologized for him and, and he's been getting support and it just sucks that they cannot allow the Briscoes to appear but can still allow Dana White and his trash to show up on 
TV. Um, the tribute show went off with Lala Hitch. It'll be on the Honor Club uh, show. Uh, and Jay's daughters are doing well. They they have gotten out of surgery. It's just so it's a, it's a it's a it's a hurt piece. But I'm glad that we got this that to experience such a wonderful wonderful tag team and 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 person. Um, Vince McMahon, his uh, lawsuit with Rita Chatterton uh, has settled. Um, y'all know about this. This was. A lawsuit where she was suing Vince for sexual misconduct and some other things, and they settled. So, I, like this part of me makes me think that that a sale of the WWE is coming sooner rather than later. Devon Dudley is no longer with the WWE as a producer; he's no longer in the in the company. Um, so we'll see what's next with for Devon. A lot of a lot of wrestlers. In the company were completely, completely shocked. This is this is a weird time in the day to be. Dynamite. The ratings went up uh, just just a little bit. They pulled in 969,000 viewers with a point thirty one and the eighteen to forty nine demo. That's slightly up from the previous week. Um, Coco Band is right currently working in AEW as a producer. Um, working on BTE. I'm working on backstage skits. This is. This is this is this is good. This is good. Coco Ban is a smart man when it comes to the wrestling industry. John Morrison has been sidelined with an injury. Uh, we don't know how long he's been. I hope be out, but he should uh, be back. You know, at some point this year. SmackDown, their viewership drops just a little bit. Uh, they pulled in 2.1, 2.11 million views with a 0.5 and 18 to 49 demo. That's a little bit down from last week. They did 2.18 last week, but that's okay. 2 million viewers is 2 million viewers. That is the Once again, we had a nice, nice little week of wrestling because just wrestling is just wrestling is great so Monday Night Raw we had a solid build for the Royal Rumble and I'm actually giving this show a thumbs up it was just fun I enjoyed myself we had a fun opening in-ring segment between the bloodline sans Zami Zayn and the Judgment Day with uh <laughs> Dominic being tough and speaking a little bit of truth, like, yo, every time the, the Bloodline came to Raw to cause havoc, they, for some reason, never come at the Judgment Day and Dom's being just tough. And then the Usos are cracking jokes. And then uh, Solo steps up because Dom clowned him and then Rhea gets in Solo's face. Oh, my God. Uh, it was great. Everything about the Judgment Day right now is just clicking. They're just clicking on all cylinders. This leads to a match where uh, Ali versus Solo. Solo attacked after you know both teams fought each other, but Solo wins the match. After the match, KO attacks the Bloodline and fights them all off. Once again, standing tall. We had a backstage encounter with between Elias and MVP setting up a match later in the evening. The Street Profits defeated Cedric Benjamin, Cedric Alexander. And Shelton Benjamin MVP was there and he was disappointed that uh, Cedric and Shelton lost. 
Bailey and Becky talk about their NXT's days, their call-ups, and Bailey's current ready. Talk about how um, even though Becky got called dope with Sasha and Charlotte, she was just a no-name. Sasha and Charlotte were, were really the two that everybody was looking at while Bailey got to be the star in NXT and got to be the leader because, you know, that's what she is. And, and Becky's like, yeah, look, I, I, I don't doubt how good you are. I know how good you are. And I know that you love this business. You work hard. But now you're just, you're in a rut. And you can't do anything without EO and Dakota. So next week, they'll face each other in a steel cage match at Raw 30. I will be there. Going to see one of my girls, Bailey. Um, yeah, Omos beat Elias. That was the match that was set up. Uh, the Judgment Day beat the Alpha Academy, and it looks like the Alpha Academy are playing baby faces right now, which really, really is working for them. Uh, Mia Yim beat, beat EO Sky with a little help from Candice. Bianca Belair and Alexa Bliss fights. Alexa gets the upper hand after a distraction from Uncle Howdy. Look, it was a little cheesy. I wish it was a little bit different. Bronson Reed absolutely murdered murdered Akira Tozawa into the main event. Bobby Lashley uh, wins a six-pack elimination match, defeating Seth Rollins, The Miz, Baron Corbin, Dolph Ziggler, and Finn Balor to become the number one contender for the United States Championship MVP. And Omos got involved just ever so slightly. So hurry up and give me goddamn hurt business. Over on Dino, we had a nice little follow-up to the LA show. The OC retained... I'm sorry, not the OC. Orange Cassidy retains his all Atlantic championship against Jay Lethal. Or a lot of shenanigans uh, ringside with uh, Jay Lethal and his crew and Jeff Jarrett and the best friends of Dan Housen. It was all over the place. Top Flight and a shocking, shocking W defeated the Young Bucks. And somebody called this. was like, well, the Bucks shouldn't beat Top Flight. And Top Flight's been on a road. He's literally been losing to the Blackpool Combat Club. Um, they gotta get this W. So will now will it lead to a tag team title match against the Acclaim? Maybe a trio title match against um the young against the elite along with uh teaming with AR Fox. Who knows? But it's good to see see them get a really, really big W. The guns and the acclaim will be going to family therapy next week. MJF, I'm sorry, Ricky Starks defeats Jake. Hager, much to the chagrin of the JAS. Brian Danson beats Bandito in a really, really good match. And MGF says, you know, people think he can't hang with Danson for an hour and he's going to prove them wrong. That's been his whole career. Uh, MGF pays off Brian Cage to hurt Danson. He even slapped Brian Cage in the face and MGF was about to get murdered. Um, Tony Storm defeated Willow Nightingale after Soraya interfered. We were told uh, they t they told Sheeta to stay at ringside, but don't. You know she took the, the candlestick from her. Then after the match, Tony and Willow, not Sheeta, turned heel after beating up after the match beating up Willow Nightingale. Ruby made the save while Sheeta couldn't believe what was happening. She was kind of just like frozen. And Tony and Willow, uh, Tony and Soraya explain themselves about. They're tired of hearing about these AEW originals who think they know everything. They haven't really done anything. So this leads me to believe we're going to get a blood and guts match with the AEW originals versus the, you know, the AEW outsiders. But here's the thing. Where does Sheeta fit in this? Because Sheeta is an original. But, you know, this also revolves around, you know, Britt and Jamie. But Sheeta and Britt and Jamie 
you know they don't get along so why would she the team with bridge oh this is this is this is such a good storyline people say ew doesn't have storylines and in the main event darby allen retains the tnt championship against yes kushida this show gets a fist it was really good uh i just wanted a little bit more i wish the women weren't in the same fucking spot every single week over on impact we got our fallout from hard to kill the last rodeo is over mickey james celebrates our championship win before a bully ray comes trying trying to bully her and she stands her ground. So Tasha Steele and Savannah Evans try it as well. And that don't work before Frankie Gazarian and Jordan Grace come out to back up, back her up. Santino, who's the director of authority, is trying to figure out what to do until Ernest the Cat Miller arrives. And says, Santino, I'll help you. know, remember I was commissioner of WCW. This is just why. This is why I love Impact. Um, to set up a match, Mickey, Frankie, and Jordan taking on Bully, Tasha, and Savannah with Mickey and her team. Winning after the match, Masha Slamovich comes out and gives Mickey the death warrant. Mickey ain't having none of that, so that's our next title match for Mickey James. Deanna Peraza defeated Ash DeAmos. Um, after the match backstage, Trey Miguel was negging Ashley, and Mike Jackson wasn't having none of it, so he'll get a title match against Trey Miguel. Killer Kelly defeated Taylor Wilde, and I can see these two becoming a tag team just because of their love of violence turns them on. Steve Macklin defeated Dirty Dango, and Mike Bailey defeated Kenny King in the first Impact Wrestling fight. Pitts loved it. Um, over on SmackDown, we had a tag team focused show, as all of the matches were for the tag team, part of the tag team tournament. Um, Sheamus and Drew Defeated the Viking Raiders to advance. This match got the most time out of all the matches in the tournament. Roman uh, gives Sami Zayn the cold shoulder and continues gaslighting him. LA Knight cuts a promo, wins a squash match, and the Firefly Funhouse is back. All of our characters are back. A little bit of howdy thrown in, and they just talk about um, what's next, what's going to happen. Stay tuned. Uh, Hit Row defeated Los Lotharios to advance in the tag team tourney. Sonya Deville sneaks Charlotte while they're in the ring, and she'll get her she'll get her uh, uh, title match one way or another. Anytime you can just fucking punch Charlotte Flair in the face, I'm all all for it. Imperium beat the Brawling Brutes to advance in the tag team tournament. Legato Del Fantasma defeated the Maximum Male Models to also advance in the tag team tournament. So in the tournament were were the Viking Raiders, Sheamus and Drew. Um, Hit Row, Los Lotharios, Imperium, The Brawling Brutes, Legato del Fantasma, Maximum Bell Models. That also leaves the Usos on, on and the New Day. So SmackDown has 10 tag teams. That's what I like to see. So Roman apologizes to Sammy after talking to the Wiseman. And Wiseman tells him, you know, it might be better to have Sammy in the castle instead of outside of the castle, especially with everything going around with with Kevin Owens um, and Roman tells Sammy to get everything ready get the cars ready as soon as this contract signing is done we out of here so we get to the contract signing and Kevin Owens just straight up gives Roman a stunner fights off the bloodline sans Sammy power bombs uh, si power bombs Roman through the table and then signs the contract and Sammy was too late so now now more gaslighting is going to happen because on uh, Raw 30, the uh, 
the Roman Reigns acknowledgement ceremony has now become the trial of Sami Zayn. This is crazy. Uh, SmackDown gets a fist over on Rampage. Jungle Boy defeated Ethan Page after Matt Hardy accidentally caused Ethan Page to lose. So on Dynamite, it'll be Jungle Hook versus Ethan Page and Matt Hardy. Eddie Kingston attacked Ortiz after they have some words. This feud makes no sense. I hate this feud. It doesn't need to happen. Uh, Brian Cage defeated Willie Mack. Jade Cargo and Layla Hurst defeated the Layla Layla. Gray defeated the Vanity Twins. Love me some Lena Gray. And Action Andretti defeated Dan Garcia in the main event. Jericho and Sammy Guevara are on commentary. They were not happy. Our matches of the week got a little bit. Monday Night Raw, the six pack uh, United States title elimination number one contenders match. That's a mouthful. From Dynamite, Brian Danielson versus Bandito from Impact. The fight pit, Mike Bailey versus Kenny King. This fight pit was a little bit different from the WWE's fight pits. So I want you guys to go compare and contrast and tell me which one you really prefer. And I star of the week. I'm giving this to Jay Briscoe, man. Um, rest in peace. I'm sending our love and positivity to you, to you, your, your your family, your wife, your daughters, and your brother. Your Mark must be. Just going through it right now, so I'm. I'm uh, I want to see you see see your family recover and your daughters recover, and um, you'll be missed, man. You 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 you'll be missed. That's the news. Sorry, that's not the news. That's the weekend review. Sorry, y'all, and we'll be right back. If you all don't know, I am truly, truly a fan of impact wrestling i've been pretty much watching following keeping up with them all the way back to six-sided ring days on fs1 weekly paper sorry not even fs1 fox sports weekly pay-per-views it's been a lot I've, the company's going through so 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 many changes many highs some really good highs and some really 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 terrible lows because when impact fumbled the bag they truly truly fumbled the bag but here they are surviving here they are being strong keeping forward and just absolutely putting on my opinion the best wrestling show week in and week out and i want to see them succeed i want to see them grow i want to see them get back to uh some of the things that they used to have before a lot of the you know fumbling of the bags so here i'll have my impact wrestling wish list now with this wish list, this is these this 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 is what I'm hoping that they can get, they can accomplish, they can achieve some things they can do. Because I think if they can get all of this, get these things, they'll grow and they'll be able to maybe not be the number two promotion, 
but surely be be up there in the top three because i mean i still think they're probably third you know wwe's one then AEW, and then i would go with impact over new japan or triple a but i want to see impact be great that's what i want so here is my impact wrestling wish list now and i i say let's start off with this find a buyer find a big money buyer but also someone that loves they don't even have to love wrestling they just have to be able to sit back and just make the money the current owner of impact wrestling is why do i want to say anthem anthem yeah uh they're owned by uh anthem sports entertainment so it's the anthem wrestling exhibitions llc commonly known by its trademark name impact wrestling anthems anthem sports LLC. This is, did that's a that's a new one um that's the that's impact wrestling official name anthem sports llc wow but so they're owned by you know somebody big I just wish it was somebody different. I don't think Anthem really understands what they have. You know what I mean? Like Tony Khan is a wrestling fan, so he knows what he has in his bag. You know? And Anthem, I mean, they have other live sporting companies and events, but impact is a well-known wrestling promotion with well-known stars and you need a buyer you need an owner who recognizes that it, it might be time for someone like comcast or amazon or netflix to buy impact from anthem Everybody needs live content, for sure. Everybody, and with the you know the rumors of, and of the potential sale of the WWE, maybe you can buy WWE. Maybe you go and buy Impact. It's 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 just a thought. I think just having a new owner would really really change some things. Next up on my wish list would love for some some more forbidden door work and this is also going to tie into a few other things the forbidden door is when you know wrestlers from other companies go to wrestlers and fight wrestlers in other companies and honestly no one's done more forbidden door work than impact no one they've they've worked with the wwe AEW, AAA, New Japan. I'm assume. I don't want to assume CMLL, CMLL, 
but they've worked with a lot of companies. Hell, Moose had a match with Okada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mickey James was in the Royal Rumble when Kenny was doing his uh, belt collector gimmick during the pandemic. Yeah, they were all over Impact. And that helped broaden eyes to Impact. Now, I wish they did more with the women, just like AEW, when the Forbidden Door was going on. There were The women were not involved at all. And this is this is kind of like a, a, a an an AEW thing as well, you know. Open up the Forbidden to more than just New Japan. You go you go AEW New Japan Impact. You can get some great great matches between not only the men but the women as well. Hell, make I had a dream. I, I was I was I was. I was really, really high. But think about it for Britain Door charity show. Where like wins and losses don't matter, but it's a fundraiser. That would be great. That way you can do your dream matches without it affecting storylines. So have Josh Alexander, who's the current Impact World Champion, take on Okada. Or have um Serena Deeb fight Deanna Peraza, two of the best technical women wrestlers on the planet. Just stuff like that. I, 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 it can happen, and Impact can make it happen. I think we all would benefit from that. Now, if 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 you follow um, Impact on YouTube and on Facebook, the one thing that you will recognize is that they 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 play a lot of throwback videos. Which is great. You always, you know, remember your past. But what what is something that you notice about that? The arenas. And this goes hands in hand with that as well. Bigger arena means a bigger audience. Remember, for a long, long time, I used to wrestle in the Impact Zone in Orlando, Florida at Universal Studios. Fun fact, Dark is taped in the old Impact Studios. Yeah, not dark elevation, but dark. So here we are, and I'm looking looking at these videos. I'm like, man, they were they were in some big arenas. I remember here in Philly, um, lockdown and Bound for Glory. I want to say I want to say Bound for Glory, 2007. How how good am I? How good am I? Let's see if I got this right. Bound for Glory Wrestling Pay-Per-View. Did I get this right? Bound for Glory 07. No, that was in Georgia. Bound for Glory 2011 was in Philadelphia at the Leah Core Center. And that's definitely bigger than a couple of other arenas that they've been in. Just a bigger arena that would come, you know, from having... A new owner who will put more money into the company. And with a bigger arena comes a bigger audience. 
and a bigger audience means you have all eyes on you. And I don't mean just bigger audience by just those in the arena. I mean a bigger audience globally, nationally. More eyes on the company means you're doing something right. Like I said before, time and again, I think Impact is the most consistently good company right now. Right now, they put on just a great show week in and week out. And a way to get a bigger audience, a way to get a bigger arena from having a buyer get you a better TV deal. So, how many of you know actually know where to watch Impact? Who knows where what channel Impact actually comes on at? Comes on Access TV. I have no idea where Access TV is. On Comcast, on on Verizon. Look, since Let me let me let me give you let me give you a quick a quick a quick breakdown. So when Impact was Impact at that time TNA was created, it was the second largest um, wrestling promotion, only behind the WWE. And then by like 2017, a lot of us thought it fell behind Ring of Honor. They lost their TV contract in 2014 from Spike TV. They had a they had a good contract with Spike TV. And Dixie Carter messed that up. It was stupid. But she she messed it up. So now the company has monetary and personal issues and that's their decline. But 2019 came, they were purchased by Access TV, Access, I mean Anthem. And they got an international TV deal, which is giving them most of their money right now. Because these companies, wrestling companies, they they make up they make the bulk of their money from TV deals, right? And now with the formation of AEW and their high TV deal on TNT, which is in more households than Axis. Impact is now, in essence, viewed as a smaller company. So, we've got to get them a better TV deal. And they, like, I, like I said before, that comes from finding a better buyer. Because a better buyer needs to get them a, a better TV deal. So, like you figure this. TNT, TNT is on basic. TNT and TBS is on basic cable. So, it's on most homes. But you know it's probably in more homes than TNT? HBO Max. Amazon Prime, hell, Paramount Plus. All of these streamer platforms can do live sports. Peacock does it, CBS does it, Amazon does it. Netflix actually does it. Netflix is, and HBO are the, are the only two, I think, major platforms that don't have live events. 
it'd be great. Because getting on a streaming platform might just be better than a TV deal at this point. Better TV deal, bigger audience, bigger audience, bigger arenas, and you start making real money. Real, real money. What I would love for them to do now, if you get a new buyer with a bigger audience, better TV deal. I need them to hire more women. I need them to hire more women. Let's take a look at the current women's roster on AEW. Alicia Edwards, Deanna Peraza, Gia Miller, Giselle Shaw, Jessica Havoc, Jordan Grace, Killer Kelly, Masha Slamovich, Mickey James, Rosemary, Savannah Evans, Sue Young, Tasha Steeles, Taya Valkyrie, Taylor. Wow, Gia Miller is a backstage interviewer. And our current women's tag team champions are the Death Dolls, Taya, Rosemary, and Jessica. That's a small women's roster. In comparison, if we go to, let's go to AEW. Check out their women's roster. Anna J, Athena, Charlotte Renegade, Dasha, Diamante, Britt, Emi Sakura, Cheetah, Jade, Jamie, Julia Hart, Kayla Rossi, Kara Hogan, Chris Statlander, Layla Gray, Leva Bates, Lexi Nair, Layla Hirsch, Madison Rain, Maria Kanellis, Marina Shafir, Mercedes Martinez, Nyla Rose, Paige Van Zandt, Penelope Ford, Rebel, Red Velvet, Renee Paquette, Riho, Robert Renegade, Ruby Soho, Soraya, Serena Deep, Sky Blue, Tay Mello, the Bunny, Thunder Rosa, Tony Storm, Vicky Guerrero, Willow Nightingale, and Yuka Sakazaki. Now, let's, now we, if we take out the interviewer, so we take out, um, and who doesn't really wrestle, that we don't see often. So we take out Charlotte, Dasha, uh, Kayla Rossi, and let's take out who's hurt as well. So Chris, Lexi, Layla Hirsch. Paige Ranzant, Robin Renegade, Renee, Rebel, Thunder Rosa. So we're taking Vicky. That's about, what, 11? That's still much, much more than what Impact has to offer. And, I, and this ties into my second point. I love that Impact has women's tag team titles, but you can't keep rotating titles between the same group of women that just keep making different teams and changing affiliations is going to get tiring. So what I would love, love, love to have is allow the women's tag team titles to be defended in other promotions. Imagine the death dolls showing up in AEW. Hell, you don't even got to do, do it in many other promotions. You can just do it in AEW. You can do it in uh, WOW, Women, uh, Women's of Wrestling. 
stardom. So imagine Death Dial showing up on Dynamite and defending the championships against TJ. Or them showing up in stardom and, and defending against Kyrie and and uh, Yuya. Like this, this I think this is something that so much needs to happen. Cause as as much as I think the WWE doesn't really care about the women's tag team titles, they have enough women to rotate the championships around where it doesn't get boring. And everybody's going to get long title reigns. But here at Impact, it's like, hey, who you're facing now? Oh, we're going to have Taylor and we're going to have Taylor Wilde and Killer Kelly be a team. And then they'll win the titles and then they'll split and then we'll do Killer Kelly and Giselle Shaw and they're a team. So it's like hire more women and then allow the titles to be defended in other promotions. It would it would do wonders for the company and once again it ties into the forbidden door aspect of it all it's it, it, i just think it's something that really should happen and lastly i won't even be long with this one the rest of the wrestling world the 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 fair weather easygoing fans need to we re- need to recognize and understand just how real just how good josh alexander is the guy is amazing he should be on anyone's best wrestlers of 2022 list he should be top five yes i'd i'd probably put him over roman whatever roman's best match is from 2023 josh alexander has five better than roman Josh Alexander is so, so, so good. And again, this ties into everything. Getting a bigger buyer, a better, a a new buyer, a bigger audience, bigger arenas, better TV deal. Your roster can start to get recognized because there is some truly, truly great talent on this Impact Wrestling roster. Truly great. And they deserve your attention. They deserve to be seen. This wish list is real. And I'm hoping more people hear this and understand just how much I love Impact Wrestling. I love wrestling in general. I love Impact Wrestling. I love AEW. I love WWE. I love New Japan and Ring of Honor and AAA. I. I want more for Impact because they were once a great company. They can be great again. I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. (laughs) But that's our show, ladies and germs, germs and gentlemen. Thank you as always, as always, as always for listening, for watching. Please, please, please come back. Next week, we got our Royal Rumble preview show i think i'm gonna try to record this one friday night possibly so just you can get ready for the rumble just you know get the predictions out the way um don't forget to check out the our my newest list video of uh uploaded shortly soon of uh potential rumble winners five for the men five 
for the women. Might do ten. Who knows? As always, check out the socials. Charismatic Creations on Facebook, Tumblr, and YouTube. Charismatic underscore Creations fifty two on Instagram. The two fifteen on Twitter. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Be on the lookout for the coffee page and hopefully a Patreon some point in the future. And as always, Zylee, Wendy Chu, Shotzi Blackheart, and Gigi Dolan. Holla at your boy. Peace.